welcome into the latest edition of Blackhawks on Ice. I'm David Schuster, and this podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. More from our sponsor in just a bit. Another tumultuous weekend for Blackhawks, both on and off the ice. By now, I'm sure you probably know that Jeremy Colleton and a couple of his assistant coaches were relieved of their duties with Derek King taking over the head coaching duties on an interim basis. In fact, he will probably be the coach for the remainder of the season. He comes from Rockford, of course. You're going to hear from King as well as interim general manager Kyle Davidson and assorted players throughout this podcast. And we should also tell you that the Hawks lost on Friday night 5-1 at Winnipeg, and that probably was the final straw for Colleton. And with King behind the bench on Sunday night at the United Center, the Hawks defeated Nashville 2-1 in overtime with Alex Debrinkit scoring the game-winning goal. Let's start out here now with Sunday morning's press conference with interim general manager Kyle Davidson and interim coach Derek King meeting the media. First of all, I want to thank Jeremy Colleton, Sheldon Brookbank, and Thomas Mattel for their time, efforts, and dedication to the organization, and I wish them all the best in the future. While I've only been in the role of an interim general manager for just over a week, I quickly recognized the need for a change and took my thoughts and conclusions to Danny and Rocky Words yesterday. They were supportive of my decision, and I appreciate their confidence in me and my leadership to take this action. As I said yesterday, our goal is to build an elite system of hockey on the ice, and we simply haven't delivered on that goal. Certainly, it wasn't part of the plan to start the season the way we have. Our on-ice performance has been inconsistent and simply not good enough, which is why I believe this was a necessary change to help rectify the results we've seen so far. As we sit here today, in my role, I'm evaluating everything in hockey operations, and although I've been in the organization for a number of years, it's become quite apparent to me that you see things much differently when you have the full view provided by the general manager's seat. With this new perspective and insight, insight granted to me by my new role, I'll continue the evaluation process and, the, and make the changes that I deem necessary as I've been empowered by leadership to do. The evaluation process never ends. With respect to our int- new interim head coach, I believe Derek King was the right person for the role because he provides the team with an outside voice as well as a familiarity with some of the players already in the locker room. On Derek's staff, Mark Crawford will continue to provide us with significant NHL experience and and the necessary familiarity with the group, which is crucial to a smooth and productive transition. I believe they provide an excellent balance between new voices and familiarity in moving this team forward. Patience is going to be important as we work through this transition, but I'm extremely excited about where we're headed. From a personal standpoint, I want to take a moment to thank Rocky and Danny Wirtz for entrusting me with this immense responsibility, and I fully intend on proving that their faith in me is justified. Thank you. Kyle, Mark Lazarus, um, you kind of alluded to this. Do, Do you have, as interim general manager, the full powers of GM? Do you have the full authority to make changes as you see fit, or are there some checks on that until that interim tag is potentially removed? Uh, no, it is... I think as Danny stated in the in his comments yesterday, I've been given full authority and autonomy to proceed as I see fit. Um, and, and that goes for any area of our hockey operations and roster. We're obviously working under Stan Bowman, but you know, it's natural that there would be differences of opinion. Where, where do you see things differently maybe than the course that was charted before you? Um, yeah, obviously, uh, you know, I did work under Stan, but I think... Um, given my new perspective on things, my new proximity to the team and, and to the hockey operations. And, you know, I think what I've, I've learned, as I stated, it's, it's a whole different viewpoint that, that you get when you're, uh, I guess, 
in the weeds every day. And so it's a, it's a continuous evaluation. I think um, I'm going to make my own determinations. Uh, we're not beholden to anything that's happened in the past. And um, now that I'm in the role, I'm going to make the decisions that I think are best for the organization. Tracy Myers, NHL.com. Derek, this is for you. Uh, if there's enough challenges when you come in for, with a team at the start of a camp, and, and what are the challenges that you face now with this team where it's at and going forward? Thank you. Well, the challenge is uh, it's really just getting to know these guys. Um, even though we're at camps and, and we get to see their faces walking around, we're not really on the ice with them. So I thought today went well. I got to chat with a lot of the guys, had a couple of little one-on-ones, and uh, uh, the, the big challenge is uh, really just to get these guys up and running and, and familiar with me, what, I, what I'm looking for out of them, and, uh, you know, take it day by day. It's... It's not an easy situation, but, uh, you know, I'm thankful for the, the Wirtz family and, and everybody here and Kyle that's given me the opportunity to, to try. Kyle Scott Powers. Um, the organization obviously said it. Kyle, um, Kyle Beach deserved better. As acting GM, how do you how do you see a role in ensuring something like that doesn't happen again? Well, I, I think I think first of all it starts with the leadership, and we've we've enacted many changes over the last ten months that we haven't necessarily talked about yet. But the process has begun, and with me in the position I'm in now, I, I fully intend on being part of the solution to make sure something like that never happens again, and also being part of the solution in the grander uh, uh, hockey culture because I think I think there's areas we need to improve, and I intend on being a positive influence in that endeavor. Derek, John Dietz, um, what was your message on just day one? And have you been able to meet with the team a couple times or was it, you know, can you just kind of go through a little bit of that? Um, we, we spoke, uh, me and Crow went in and just had a little chat with them and just kind of a few words, tried to keep it simple and uh, short. It was more just um, the expectations of, uh, you know, it's going to be demanding getting back to where we want to be, but we're also going to make it fun. There's nothing wrong with working hard and having fun, but we got to do it together. And uh, that was my message. And we'll, we'll like, again, I'll say it, uh, we'll take it day, a game at a time, day at a time. And then uh, we'll just keep moving forward. Just give us a little bit about your hot, your coaching philosophy as far as, you know, guys making mistakes. Do you, do you sit a <laughs> yeah, guy? I've, for, I've been you know? asked that before. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I think I just kind of go uh, the feel of the game. Um, I, I don't come in going, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. It's uh, what do we have now? As the games go, we got a couple games here we get through, and I'll sit down with the staff and just say, okay, I think we should maybe tweak this or tweak that, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I've had people ask me about my style. I don't think I have a style. I just I kind of just I get a feel for the game, feel for the players, and I just go with that. Kyle, Ben Pope here. What was, over the past few days, what was the evaluation process to determine what was going wrong and that a coaching change was necessary, in your opinion? Yeah, no, thanks, Ben. Um, I think, you know, it's it, it wasn't necessarily one thing, one event, one game. Uh, it's uh, similar to what, what Derek is referencing. I think it's a lot of feel. Um, you know, obviously the results are what they are, not good enough. Um, that goes without saying, but I think the, 
it just I I believe that the it, the message being delivered wasn't translating to on ice either uh, production or changes or or uh, uh, fixing of mistakes that kept occurring over and over again and and um, you know the losses aren't necessarily um, the issue I think it's sometimes the way you lose that that needs to uh, that that shows the change needs to be made and so it, it's you know it, it was just a an accumulation and and a general feel for um, how the response was was being shown once the puck dropped. What kind of conversation did you have with Jeremy, you know, to let him know that you're making that change and just how did that go down? Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's not easy. It, it's it's a really tough conversation to have. Um, again, I've been in the role for just over a week, and this it's not what you want to do, but I think you you don't get to choose how how these things progress and you just have to uh, react and do what's right for the team and as far as the conversation it was it was quick it was to the point um and and i think out of respect for jeremy i think it, it you know you don't want to draw that out too long you just give him give him what the what the situation is what your decision is and just thank him for his time and and that was about it uh, phil thompson first for kyle uh, will you and Derek have the rest of the season as an evaluation period, or will there be um, an ongoing search or evaluation for permanent candidates for both your jobs? Um, I think I think with respect to the, uh, I, I can speak on the coaching search. Um, I think that's something that we will undertake after the season. Mid-season, uh, it's, uh, it's not something that's, um, you're not able to uh, explore maybe the number of, of candidates that, that you'd like. So that's something we'll explore after the season. We've got a lot of time to get there. Um, in the meantime, we're going to focus on on getting some wins and, and playing the right way and, and getting back to uh, uh, a brand of hockey that our fans can be proud of. Um, and in terms of a leadership search, I think that's that's something that's uh, – that's going to be an ongoing process, um, you know, and I'm willing to assist and help in, in any way possible. And if, if that way possible is in helping, you know, Danny and Rocky is, is to make it easy on them to select myself. then that's what I'll do too, because, you know, I, I love the Chicago Blackhawks. I love, um, I love being here and, and all I want is to, to do what's right by, what's right by the fans, what's right by the organization, and get uh, us back to where we want to go. And then for Derek, uh, I know you said you want to have a couple of games to evaluate, and, and that's fine. Do, do you see anything, especially schematically, like perhaps on defense, that you like to change? And uh, also, uh, you know, having experienced yourself, do you feel that will help you connect with the players um, as a former player? Yeah, it's it's that's a, that's a good question. It You know, it's, again, it's it's – Getting through tonight's game, seeing how our D zone. I mean, I, I, I've watched the games. I've sat up top and watched the games, and it's easy to pick a game apart up there. But when you're on the bench and, and talking with these guys, uh, you'll get a feel for what they're thinking and, and, and see the struggles, if there are any struggles tonight. I'm hoping there's no struggles in our D zone. But if there is, then I'll have to sit with uh, Crow and, and, you know, look at it and go, okay, maybe we need – do need to make a little adjustment here and there, but for now we're we're not changing anything. We're gonna get those guys out there and play. The biggest thing for me is the accountability. Go out there, work hard, 
play play the game right don't cheat it and uh and we'll be fine um and if you don't do that then the accountability is going to kick in you're going to hear from me and so that was sunday morning's press conference and we'll get to sunday night's reaction from the players in just a moment the nhl season is underway and DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice new customers can bet just one dollar on any nhl game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a goal doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection however they light the lamp you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, now let's go to Sunday night and following their 2-1 victory. Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane met the media. So let's start out with that press conference. Well, guys, you've been this before with the coaching change. What was your reaction uh, yesterday when the news came down? Um, I think, uh, you know, it's always tough to hear. As players, you always feel like you um, could have done more. Um to make that situation not happen. Um, but, um, you know, came in today and I thought um, Mark Crawford and, and Kinger did a good job of getting the message across that, you know, we wanted to play free. We wanted to play on our instincts and uh, also play with a lot of energy, which I thought we did tonight. But, um, you know, it's definitely always, um, I guess, uh, I want to say sad when something like that happens. Kyle Davidson said that he felt like the message wasn't getting across and it wasn't it wasn't about the losses it was about how you guys were losing why wasn't the message getting across the first response of the year I think that's just a um, one way to sum up just that a, a lot of little things were going wrong and I don't I don't know if it wasn't the message that wasn't getting across as much as there's just I mean let's face it there's been a lot going on uh, this year and um, it's been hard for a lot of the players who've kind of inherited this situation in our organization and, and uh, you know, you go back to training camp and you got a lot of new guys coming in and it's we're starting over again uh, from square one. So we didn't get off on, on, a good, on a good foot in that first road trip and, and it just seemed like we had tightened up and started overanalyzing, overthinking the, the little details and wasn't for, for lack of effort or, or, or trying to do the right things. It just, uh, you know, every little thing seemed to go wrong and, and we'd all seize up and make mistakes and wouldn't support each other well. And, you know, it's uh, like Kanner said, it, it sucks when um, someone gets gets fired over it and loses their job. And, you know, as much as guys like Brooksy and, and Jeremy and Thomas put into, um, you know, helping this team win and, and it must, it's very disappointing for them, but 
I think for us as players, we feel responsible as well. Patrick, you, you said that the message was to play more free. And I know Derek had said this morning that his message was to kind of just have fun, go back to like when you were kids. Do you feel like there's something to that, that maybe not playing in a specific structure all the time and just sort of doing, you know, what you think is best and can be a little bit better out there? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure as time goes on here, um, the coaches will implement their own type of structure that, that we want to play. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, I've always played my best when, you know, you're just kind of playing off instinct and, and reading the play and um, not thinking as much out there. So um, I don't know if that was really the case with um, what we were doing. It was just like Taser said, I think he, he summed it up perfectly. You know, it was kind of we had a tough start on that road trip and then all of a sudden everything gets magnified and snowballs from there. We went through a lot as a team and, you know, I give Jeremy a lot of credit too. He went through a lot as a coach. Um, you know, coming in for Q and um, uh, the COVID uh, break and uh, not really having like full training camps and players getting hurt and not being here. I mean, he, he uh, I think he did a, a really good job. I think he's got a really bright future um, as a coach. He's a very smart hockey mind. So, um, you know, I'm sure uh, he'll lean on this experience and, and be better for it. Uh, Cal Davidson said that one of the reasons he chose Derek King was because he wanted an outside voice. Uh, what do you think about that statement, and how did they communicate this change to you guys? You asking me? Yeah. Um, what was the first part of that question? Uh, Kyle Davidson, the interim GM, said he wanted an outside voice. That's part of the reason why he chose Derek King. I wanted to know what you think of that statement and how they communicated this transition to you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm not quite grasping that, I guess, but um you know um i think you know as frustrating as it's been for for everyone in that locker room um you know it's it's i, I think we're feeling like Kaner said that uh, uh we can go out there and play hockey uh, we know what the system is we can simplify um we just got to go out there and work and be close to each other and and not overthink things and and eventually plays will develop and you know, tonight is a, a huge confidence builder for us that we can just relax a little bit and know that we got each other's back out there and, and that uh, we're going to have a, a couple of shifts where we're stuck in our zone and teams are coming at us and, you know, we can hang in there. Uh, not everything's going to go wrong in those situations. And um, I think uh, Derek kind of brought that, that calm in today and he's trying to remind us to simplify and just have fun. And, and uh, if you're not doing that, it's 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 hard to, to win. Um at this point in this league right now. What did you guys know about King? I mean, did you know as a coach or as a player? I mean, were you Googling him yesterday or did you have an idea of who he was and what he had done? Yeah, I mean, um, definitely got on the hockey DB yesterday and <laughs> looked up the stats. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think he had like 612 points in 830 games or something. So he obviously was an effective player. And I think when you, when you see that and, uh, know that he played in the NHL um, for a long time. Um, I think that respect comes right away um, that, um, you know, he was part of the game. But uh, um, and then just coming in today, I think, um, you know, like Taser said, he was very calm um, uh, and uh, was making jokes throughout the day. I think he wanted to loosen everyone up a little bit. So um, I think he did that. And you saw that fire performance tonight. I thought we played a lot better.
Jonathan, I guess within the room, is there still an optimism that you, you, it's obviously not the start you guys wanted, but you guys can turn this around? There's, there's plenty of time to still do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that the focus on is on the full season or the big picture right now. I think we just got to go into game every game feeling better and better, feeling more and more confident uh, about our game and just build off. And I think we, you know, throughout the whole kind of stretch of, of you know, losing hockey we played, uh, you know, we, we all recognize that we have talent in the room. We have what it takes. And we all know we're uh, extremely underachieving. So there's still that belief that, that's, you know, behind it all. Um, so, yeah, I think, like like we said, tonight was a big win. Feels good. I think the crowd felt good about it. Um, it's good to, to get the a win for, for the fans on home ice here. And, um, you know, not to put too much pressure on the next game, but it's, I think it just, it's a process we can build off of and, and go have fun and play uh, the way we did tonight in the next one and, and be confident we're going to get the results. Take one more. Uh, Patrick, how did you feel that you guys, uh, what was different offensively and defensively tonight? Not much, to be honest with you. They, they didn't really um, give us too much today, to be honest with you. Um, like we said, just kind of play off your instinct and uh, still play the same systems we've been playing. But, um, um, you know, Nashville's a good team. They, uh, they're they always tough to play against and um, play well defensively. So I thought we did a good job of just staying patient um, on both sides of the puck and uh, um, found a way to win. So the day started with some frowns, but ended with smiles, and that's what winning will do for you. And now the rest of the week, the Hawks are still home here in Chicago at the United Center. They have two more games before they hit the road. Tuesday night, they will face the Pittsburgh Penguins. Then on Friday night, it will be Arizona, so maybe the Hawks can have an extended winning streak before they hit the road. Once again, thank you for listening to Blackhawks on Ice.